You are now listening to the Mostly Sober Podcast. What's up, everybody? And thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Mostly Sober Podcast, October edition. Oh, it's spooky as shit. Dude, we got the fog rolling in here. Look the fog. Strobe lights. Well, yeah. It's just that one light. We're just turning on and off. Yeah, real quick. Looks like a Spencer's in here. <laughs> <laughs> smells like a Spencer's in here. <laughs> the fucking rubber section. Oh, my God. All the dildos. That's what it smells like. Because I, I visit frequent. Yeah, I, he goes and smells dildos and Spencer's. That's what this episode is going to be about. It's like... I like to go in and just look at the ashtrays as a as like a decoy. I can touch the ashtrays and stare at the dildos. <laughs> That's what I like to do in there. Ask about the return policy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's your return policy on the sex toys? <laughs> <laughs> I need to know. It's for a friend. It's you're the friend. I'm the friend. It says one size fits all, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's like those hats at fucking Kmart before they went out of business. There's still Kmart's around. Lion ass hats. There is? There's one down Century 3. Mm. Is it really? Yeah, it's still open. Oh. I didn't, oh, yeah, I guess there is. Yeah. Just tumbleweed there. rolling through. Yeah, that's it. It should be a skateboard. Like park. old, old freaking like popcorn bags just <laughs> rolling into Kmart. And like, and like a fucking empty, icy paper cup like rolling across the ground that's how it is yeah it's still pokemon card packs yeah from from, 1998 yeah and and blue eyes white dragon Yu-Gi-Oh card packs that are like discontinued great deals on underwear though fantastic yeah yeah. you can buy one get one free joe boxers yeah (laughs) there the smiley faces on them go to the weird diner that's attached to everyone oh yeah what's this one one in union town still open yeah Yeah. the diner diner is is, yeah. yeah Kmart's vacant, but yeah. they got Spirit in there right now. Oh, do they really? Mm-hmm. That's where it is this year. Spirit, Spirit's just like waiting to pounce on vacant buildings. Yeah, yeah sell their spooky shit. Yeah, isn't that funny how that happens? Last year it was Sears. This year it's it's Kmart, Kmart. the partner. Yeah, I wonder if they're gonna have Craftsman tools in there. No, a, a store leaves and they just like lick it, like. You guys aren't going to eat that, are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I was like, what? Why? <laughs> I had a friend in high school that um that is known for this shit, and he would, you know, everyone's eating at the table. You're like halfway through a pizza, and he grabs his finger and he goes, "You gonna eat that?" And he shoves his finger right into it, and then he says, "I guess not," and grabs it and eats it, and it pisses me off. Well, I know what I'm doing next time we go somewhere to eat. I'll he had kill a detached you. Detached finger. That's why I grabbed his finger and. No, no. He grabbed the pizza. <laughs> that would stop anyone from eating it. Like, you're going to eat that? You're going to eat that? Right, let me flop my detached finger down on it. Mm. Oh, boy. So, Zach, Zach's actually going to take the lead on this episode. Yeah, crazy, right? Yeah. He's going he's gonna to share. What exactly are you sharing with us? I am going to share a few stories about your cryptozoological creatures otherwise known as cryptids so like your bigfoot well i actually have the definition for it's sam squinch exactly yes. is hey. it going to be a sam squinch <clears throat> no oh cryptozoology is basically the search and study of animals whose existence or survival is disputed or unsubstained okay 
So almost like a myth or like folklore. Yes, and what's it transfers into like the categories as cryptids, which would be like an animal or plant whose existence has been suggested but has not been discovered or documented by the scientific community. Would that be considered Bigfoot? Yes. Okay. Bigfoot, Mothman, Loch Ness Monster, Jersey Devil, Jersey Devil, Chupacabra. Those are just some of the main, main popular Jackalope. ones. Jackalopes. Uh, there is. There's something of a jackalope. A fake ass photo. It's an actual animal. I actually thought that I actually thought that existed. A jackalope does exist, but it's not what you think it is. Um, You're thinking it's a rabbit with horns. Yeah, with like deer antlers. Yes, but it's there is that, but it's not called a jackalope. Oh. Jackalope is completely different. Oh, okay. It's, I'm sounds like it's, serious. it's sounding like the chupacabra because everyone's like, it's like a dog. <laughs> it's like, a, well, maybe it's just a dog then. Maybe, maybe you didn't see a chupacabra. You saw <laughs> just you saw, a dog. You saw yeah. a feral dog. Could have been a coyote. Might have been a coyote. Yeah, yeah, probably with like a skin disease or something. Mm-hmm. But I have four really cool ones I want to discuss with you guys. They're not your typical like ones that everybody knows. The more like obscure and like random. And then I have. A two, I got. I have two other ones I want to talk about that are just completely fucking stupid and ridiculous. Sound good? Sounds, Sounds like good. a fucking plan to me, dude. Uh, do you want to just start now, or? Yeah. What's the? Well, so you have different names, I'm guessing, right? Oh yes. And then some stories, perhaps. Yeah, I have uh, eyewitness accounts and like the basic, uh, what gist of the creature would look like, or or suggest well, not what to look, look like. like. I I don't have pictures. What is it known for? Well, yes. okay, okay. I have, All like, right. how how they describe it and blah, blah, blah. Okay. All right. All right. Well, what's the first the first uh, cryptid? Ooh, I, I like that you're getting the, the lingo. The lingo. The lingo. The first one I have is called the Dover Demon. Okay? The Dover Demon is a small humanoid reported from Dover, Massachusetts. It was the subject of an intense scare during the 1970s. When multiple witnesses came forward with their sightings, the Dover Demon is described as looking sort of like a gray, okay. which a gray alien. Uh, yeah, we've I've we've had a conversation outside of this before the, about the, the stereotypical grays. yes alien. Yeah, except, big head eyes. Yes, except that it's skin of it's like a rosy orange instead of a gray. Hmm. The Dover the Dover Demon has a large head on a small stick like body. It can be bipedal, but it's often it often travels on all fours or switches like back and forth between the two modes of locomotion. Oh, so it's like could be uh, could be four wheel drive if it needs to be. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. All right, like a bear. Yeah, yeah. I guess yeah, like a bear. Its eyes. It had. It has eyes that glow. Sometimes orange, sometimes green. It does not seem to wear any clothing unless the clothing fits tightly and is the same color of its body. Unlike the Greys, the Dover Demon does not seem to be associated with like UFOs. It just wanders around on its own. Hmm. Cryptozoolog- uh, cryptozoologist. Wait, I'm saying that completely wrong. Zoologists. Crypt- yes, cryptozoologists seldom show interest in the Dover Demon because it's just one like thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mainstream uh, mainstream cryptozoologists are rarely willing to seriously investigate humanoids other than like the hairy humanoids bigfoot sasquatch blah 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 so this is like uh like a just all skin pretty much yes so okay so yeah i guess you're right like a typical like green alien or like a gray alien i guess that you would normally see but orange and it wears clothing 
cryptozoologists don't investigate other alien occurrences? Not humanoids. They just they, their thing is like we need to like do this Bigfoot bullshit. You Focus know? on that, yeah. basically, instead of this other stuff. Hmm. Hmm. It seems that sightings have only. It seems that sightings only happen during a short period of time, with most claiming that the sightings have now ceased. So the Dover demon does not seem to be a pressing matter anymore. Hmm. So it doesn't, it doesn't show up as frequently as it... No. Hmm. Any, any, you have anything? Did you say that he doesn't wear clothes unless they're tightly fitting? And the same color. I just see this dude just rocking Under Armour. Constantly, just like skin tight only. In the wintertime, he gets a turtleneck. He's line. very vain. He really oh, likes his yeah. form-fitting clothing. <laughs> He's very vain. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna get into the sighting now. Show off that rocking bod. <laughs> oh, hell demons yeah. working on all all day long. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> beach season, bitch. <laughs> all right, the bizarre tale begins at 10:32 p.m. on April 21st, as three 17-year-olds, Bill Barlett, Mike Mazaka and Andy Brody are driving north on Farm Street. Barlett, who's behind the wheel of the Volkswagen, or yeah. uh, spots, something, <laughs> spots something creepy along the low wall of loose stones on the left side of the road. At first he thinks the image is a dog or a cat until his headlights shine on it and realize it's nothing he's ever seen before. The, mm. figure sl- the figure slowly turns its head and stares into the light. It's two large, round, glassy, lidless eyes shining brightly... L- like I in quotes, like two orange marbles. Hmm. Its watermelon-shaped head resting at the top of a of a thin neck is the size of the rest of its body, except for its oversized except for its oversized head. The creature is thin, with long, spindly arms and legs, and large hands and feet. The skin is hairless and peach-colored, and appears to have a rough texture, like sandpaper. Barlett said to Cryptozoolol. Cryptozoo. I'm not. I don't know why I'm having so much trouble with that word. Cryptozoologist. Cryptozoologist Lauren Coleman, standing no more than three and a half to four feet tall, the figure is shaped like a baby's body with long arms and legs. It has been making its way along the wall, its long fingers curling around the rocks when the car lights surprised it. Unfortunately, neither of Barlett's companions see see the creature. The sighting lasts only a few seconds, and before Barlett can speak, the car leaves the scene. Then the creature is gone. Barlett drops his friends off and goes to his Walpole Street home. Verbally ups- visibly upset, he walks through the door and his father asks him what's wrong. Barlett relates the story and later sketches what he's seen. Huh. <clears throat> Around midnight, 15-year-old, 15-year-old John Baxter, same day by the way, John Baxter leaves his girlfriend Kathy Cronin's house at the south end of Miller High Road. Then Baxter starts walking up the street on his way home. Wait, what? Then Baxter starts walking up the street on his way home. Half an hour later, he has walked about a about a mile. He observes someone approaching him. Because the figure is short, Baxter assumes it's an acquaintance of his, M.G. Bouchard, who lives on the street. John calls out to no response. Baxter and the figure continue to approach each other until finally the latter stops. Baxter then halts as he as he asks, "Who is that?" The sky is dark and overcast. He can only see a shadowy form. Trying to get a better look, Baxter takes one step forward to the figure, and the figure scurries off to the left, running down a shallow wooded gully and up to the opposite bank. 
As the figure runs, Baxter hears its footsteps on the dry leaves. He follows the figure down the slope, then stops and looks across the gully. There he sees the creature standing in a silhouette about 30 feet away, its feet molded around the top of a rock several feet from the tree. The creature's body uh, reminds Baxter of a monkey's, except for its dark figure-eight-shaped head. Its eyes, two two lighter spots in the middle of, of the head, are looking straight at Baxter, who, after a few minutes, begin to feel uneasy, realizing he has never seen such a creature before and fearing it might what it might do next. He backs carefully up the slope, his heart pounding. He then walks very fast down the road to the in- intersection at Farm Street. There, a couple passing in a car pick him up and drive him home. That was the. Is that one of the sightings that have That's happened with two. this thing? Oh, well, I mean, yeah, it's the same night, but yes. Was that like that? That was it. That anyone's ever heard of it before? Uh, I'm, that's all I found. Hmm. Where was this at again? Uh, Dover, Massachusetts. Okay. So not very far from here. Hmm. It uh, the way that it was described, it actually does sound like a monkey's type body to me. Yes, I think so too. Uh, the way that like. You know, it mentioned like its fingers curl over the over the wall and kind of mold its feet to the the rock it was sitting on. Um, that's what it, that's what I imagined in my head was like a small monkey of some sort. And then of course the big head. Yes. So what are you thinking? It uh, is it something of this earth? Is it extraterrestrial? Any ideas of what you guys think it would be? Arf. Um. Yeah, it sounds like a monkey to me. I mean. Where my mind goes to is like, uh, kind of like a Bigfoot explanation, like a, a branch off of the humanoid chain at some point. Mm. It, it, how tall did you say it was? Uh, three to four feet tall. Yeah, like, uh, for instance, this is doesn't really explain this one, being, especially being in North America, but factually, uh, early human history, there was seven humanoid, uh, original homo species there was uh you know homo erectus homo sapiens uh neanderthals homo travis homo travis (laughs) (laughs) there uh but there was actually i don't remember what what this one was called but one of the seven was a group of early humanoids that were found they were landlocked they had gone to an island that was easily accessible when ocean levels were lower and then ocean levels raised they got stuck on this island and couldn't go anywhere food was scarce and smaller people tend to survive needed less nourishment that gene passed on people became smaller and smaller for probably hundred probably thousands of years to actually put it through the gene pool and what they found were everything on this island not only the people but even elephants were like midget versions almost and the people there grew to be no taller than like three foot ten inches tall and i think like 55 pounds god damn yeah that's crazy right actual like branch off the human chain but used tools were actually known to take down like the little miniature elephants and shit (laughs) yeah wild it's like a whole new fucking world over there then yeah at that time well uh skeptics usually claim that the dover demon was simply a lost baby moose glimpse under Unusual conditions that made it seem like a bizarre humanoid that a baby moose sometimes went went on four legs. <coughs> People who don't believe that explanation point out that all the sightings happened during the wrong time of year for a moose that small to exist, and they also point out that Massachusetts is far from normal moose habitat. 
Even if such an orphan moose had been wandering around so close to populated areas, it seems as if it would have to been easily captured. If the explanatory power of the baby moose explanation appeals to you, then you could get around to the worst objection by substituting a creature that does not exist in the area and can be born any time of year. A baby calf. An orange-furred orphan calf would be more likely candidate for such a proposal than a baby moose. Other suggested explanations include you know, a monkey, a dog, an alien, mutation, or simply just a hoax. Uh, there's only two two versions, well, two people that have supposedly seen this thing. I, I almost... I don't believe it. I don't think. Oh, it's it's completely okay. Yeah, this you is don't a have pretty to, like, apologize one. to me. This is a pretty fringe one here. I've never heard of it. Was there, like, a lot of other sightings of this over the years, or... I want to save like five, maybe. Yeah. Just five, not including the. I'm, I'm always interested in something that occurs in the same place because that seems just logical to yes. me. Especially if it hasn't been seen, it's obviously being hunkered down in, in a small it's, area. Yeah, it's keeping you know has low a profile, small radius that it just hangs around. You would think. Yeah. Like especially the Jersey it's so Devil is fascinating to me because of how many people have seen it. Right. I think there's like thousands of sightings. Oh, yeah. Including including a cop, you know. Yeah. But um Yeah, this is pretty French. Never heard of it. Okay, so uh what's your general overall opinion on the Dover Demon? I think the Dover Demon was just a made up story that I don't know, maybe two maybe those two people were somehow involved with each other or something. I don't know. I mean was there, were there like ever any interviews with these people? Well, it said uh, they 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 uh, got interviewed by a cryptozoologist. Okay, boom, said it right. He did. Nice, nice job. That was um, good. Fucking gold star for you today. Yeah, I don't know. I I feel like I I've talked to a lot of people that claim they've seen really weird shit driving at night or something yeah. across the road in front. So that doesn't ever give me any like rise to believe yeah. anything because yeah. it's hard to see shit when you're driving right and and how quickly you move by like you catch yeah, a glimpse of exactly. it and then you then it runs across the road or, and then your fucking imagination carries it away you know? yeah yeah i don't know freaked just, out at night something popped out and scared the shit out of you and you imagined it being a fucking green or i'm sorry orange sandpaper like skin thing yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i'm not like, inclined to believe this no one. no i am not Okay, fine. Don't look at me like that. I don't. Good I don't story. Care. I mean, it's you know, it's a good story. I he's mean, so offended, folks. No, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, he's like, well, I picked out one that I thought you motherfuckers were gonna like. <laughs> nope. Okay, I got some more, but before we move on, oh, how yeah. about we get a little crypty beer chug going? Oh yeah, I like it. I'm probably gonna actually have a, a like a like a coughing fit. So if you hear me in the background, that'd be great. All right, boys, let's get spooky. Cheers. Ooh, I love beer. That's a good time. Thank you, sir. That's a good time. Yeah, I'm like getting, I'm getting over like chest congestion this, this week. Isn't, this isn't Trav's illness podcast. I, I mean, I gotta you explain. Talk, this ain't WebMD cast. Oh no! Guess what? You fucking f- look at him spilling, spiller. He's such a spiller. Oh, fucking freak. Man. All right, you work out what you're gonna do. I he caught it though. He already got the paper towels ready. I know. Damn I know right, he he's a genius, dude. Sometimes you're. Sometimes I'm a fortune teller. <laughs> We'll see. Sometimes okay. I'm a 
move on. Uh, the next one I'm going to cover is the Hell Hellhound. I think okay. I may have heard of this one before. It's very interesting. Hellhound. Okay. Now, before we get into this, I want to I want to kind of set the stage for these because I felt that this was lacking in my imagination um, when you were telling the last one. So I need some questions answered before we dive into this one. Okay. Okay. This was called the what again? Hellhound. The Hellhound. Okay. Um, where was this this story taking place? Well, when I get to the sightings, I'll say where they're taking place. Okay. So, okay. Was this, it more? This thing's all over the world. Okay. This thing's everywhere. Okay. I need to know. Because as, as I'll get to, it's either considered a physical dog mm-hmm. or a spirit spiritual dog. dog. Yeah. Okay. 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 Cool. But that... It's already debunked because everyone knows all dogs go to heaven. Oh, killer movie reference! Next, we're gonna next. go to next, next monster. Debunked. My next, I got okay. I'll, I'll get to the next one. The next one we have here is Heaven Hound. It is. <laughs> well, we know the answer to this one too. All right, boys. Okay, yeah. Let's hear about the Hellhound. A Hellhound is a supernatural dog in folklore. A wide variety of ominous or hellish supernatural dogs occur in mythologies around the world. Features that have been attributed to hellhounds include mangled black fur, glowing red eyes, super strength and super speed, mm. ghostly or phantom characteristics, and a very foul odor. Certain European legends state that if someone stares into the hellhound's eyes three times or more, that that person will surely die in a matter of minutes. The cultures that associate the afterlife with fire, hellhounds may have a more fire-based abilities and appearance. They often assign to guard entrances to the world of the dead. So that's why there's so many sightings of these things in cemeteries. Oh, okay. So such as graveyards and burial grounds, or okay. undertake other duties related to the afterlife or the supernatural, such as haunting lost souls or guarding a supernatural treasure. Oh, that's pretty cool. In European legends, seeing a hellhound or hearing it howl may be an omen, or even or even the cause of death. Is there a description of its of its yelp? I I'm guess. sure it's just like a or howl. howl. Okay. That was good. That was good. Terrifying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fucking shaking my boots. They are said to be the protectors of the supernatural, guarding the secrecy Ooh. of supernatural creatures or beings of the world. You might know this. The most famous hellhound in history is most likely... Cerebus? Cer- is that how you pronounce oh, that? Oh, Zerubus. Yeah. From Greek mythology. Yeah, I know what that is. I don't actually know that. Really? Okay. No. Hellhounds are also famous for appearing in northern European mythology and folklore as a part of the wild hunt. These hounds are given several different names in local folklore, but they display typical hellhound characteristics. The myth is common across Great Britain, and many names are given to the, to the apparitions. Uh, the Maudi Doho of the Isle of Man, the Gwilly of Wales, other ghostly black dogs exist in legend. The earliest mention of these myths are both Walter's map, Denigus, blah, 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 like 1190 was like the first. Okay. In the Welsh myth cycle, the four branches of the Manaby. About like the 10th century. In southern Mexico and Central America folklore, the Cajito is a big black dog that haunts travelers who walk late at night on rural roads. 
The term is also common in America's blues music, such as Robert Johnson's 1937 song, Hellhound on My Tail. In Greek mythology, the Hellhound Cerebus belongs to Hades, the Greek god of the underworld. Cerebus was said to be massive, three-headed black dog that guarded the entrance to hell. Mm. And, what it, and what it did from just my small research... It it guarded the gates of the of hell, so no no spirit could leave hell. That was its purpose. Very true. Okay, now what I'm going to get into with these stories is a different version of this hellhound, the Appalachian hellhound, described as a very large black dog-like creature. In some regions that in in some regions it only has three toes. It's said to hunt the back mountain roads of Kentucky, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. It's likely this legend steams from earlier Scots, Irish, and Welsh folklore to some claim to still see it today. They were drunk. Let's let's just that's debunk too. <laughs> Appalachian. Appalachian Hellhound. Alright, we're gonna get into some reports now. Cool. So this thing was it was a big black dog, supposedly, that may have had only had three toes. In some regions. In yes. some regions, okay. So Appalachian Mountains are pretty much along the east coast. Into about how far? Like what was it? A little Illinois, so, maybe something like that. Yeah, around Kentucky, okay. I'd say. <clears throat> yeah, Kentucky, Kentucky, Pennsylvania, and uh, West Virginia Appalachians run all together. It's like uh, yeah, <clears throat> uh, Hatfield McCoy territory, West so, Virginia Kentucky line. Don't go, don't go, fucking making your uh, your moonshine with the Appalachian Hellhound. Does, it, does this one have three, two, two or three heads, or what? No, it's just, only just one head. Okay, uh, uh, Cerberus was the only one to have three heads. Okay, the, okay, the one that the hellhound that Hades owned. Yes. Okay. Okay. Going down south, we have a case from the state of Louisiana. In a report published by the National Cryptid Society, the report comes from the area of Robline, Louisiana, in 1995, and concerns a witness who claims he was in a graveyard looking for paranormal phenomena. The two of them armed with crosses in an M16 which seems a bit extreme but you know here we are that's Louisiana it's Louisiana <laughs> as they push forward to the cemetery they allegedly heard strange growling noises and the witnesses described what happened next <clears throat> we shined our flashlights all over the graveyard it was a small and enclosed by fence I said it must have been a dog tried to like jump over the parsonage the church in the parsonage was about only 500 feet away, so I shined around, and over in the corner of the graveyard, I saw four fresh graves. They were apart from the other graves. They had no flowers. They were just big graves and two small ones marked by four iron crosses. As we went to explore, we heard the growling get grow louder. I said, Lanny, is that dog loose? I kind of felt a little safe knowing it, was, it would be hard for it to jump over that fence. But as we got closer to the grave, the hair on my neck stood up and I got chills. My friend got the same feeling. The growls had had a sound like a Rottweiler's. They chilled you to the bone and you felt something wasn't right. We heard snarling as we got a few more feet from the grave. The growls were not part of a body, though. They were disembodied. Then I tried to rationalize it in my head. Is it a couple of loose, mean dogs outside the gate? Is it a group of coyotes? But as we shined the light this time, we saw them. Two sets of glowing red eyes, not attached to a body. They were only three feet away and stood guard by those graves. My friend froze in fright and pushed me in front. He was crying about leaving his gun. 
I said, Lanny, your gun won't help against this. The dogs were vicious, and I said, Lanny, whatever you do, don't run. I prayed for guidance. I had not been to church in many, many a year, but I know what I was dealing with was straight from hell. I looked right at them. I showed my cross and said, I know what you are. They snarled louder. My friend was really upset <laughs> and was wanting his mama. I said, Lanny, please. I said, I demand in the name of Jesus Christ that you allow us to leave as we came in peace and alone. I demanded this in the name of the Son of Man and Victor all over that is evil. I said that the Son of Man ruled over all evil, and I demand you let us leave in peace. We slowly, we slowly backed up as we got to the gate, and we got out of there. Hmm. Any so, takeaways from that? Um, my my mind is automatically going down the route of spiritual more than being physical. I guess. Yes, uh, I, I think the same thing. You know, they're fucking, they're just floating heads by a grave. Obviously. Well, well they didn't even say heads, just eyes. Eyes, yeah. Floating red eyes. Yeah. That's all. You, that That's you, it. You know. And that was the first, aka sighting, and they linked this to... Well, that's not the first sighting ever, I just picked it. It was oh, more yeah. than one? Two. Two sets of red eyes. Okay, two sets. Hmm. I wonder how close they were. Three feet. Three feet from each other is what it said. Yes, they were three feet from the graves. Hmm. What, el- what else could you think that would be? What did you think that would be? Could you debunk that as anything else? Um, I mean, no. Because there's no one that's going to be sitting there, like, waiting for these people to come up here. Like, they're at a random-ass graveyard. Right, yeah, exactly. There's not gonna be like kids laying up there, like waiting to prank somebody in the middle of the night, looking for spirits in a graveyard. Like people don't do that on a regular. So yeah, you have, I, you have more sightings, right? Yes, I have one. Okay, let's hear some more. Good. This report fits in well with the lore of the hellhounds being a spiritual entity rather than physical ones, and also matches some of the stories of them feeding off of fear. What did she see? We'll likely never know. Moving up to Michigan, where we have reports of an oversized canine monstrosity. And one report posted in Jason Afoot's blog from the shadows comes the area of Romash, Michigan. The witness known as S. Costa claimed that he had been living with his family in a cabin on a farm there at the time. Quick question. Yes, sir. This is different than the Appalachian one. Yes. Michigan. Okay. This is in Michigan. Yeah, that's why I was wondering. So it's a totally different version of the Hellhound. Yes. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. I thought we were talking about the Appalachian Hellhound. The first one. First story. Yes. The one in Louisiana? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, and I lost my place. Michigan. Michigan. Okay, I got it, I got it. Uh, according to Costa, there was some sort of a dog creature about the size of a Great Dane with glowing red eyes that skulked. Is that skulked? S K U L K D something about the darkness in the evening hours. And he would say of it, "We had this really strange dog creature that would come hang around our property. I say the dog creature because this thing was far too big to be an intelligent, to be a stray dog." had very pronounced red eyes. I'm not saying it was a werewolf or a dog man, but it was very werewolf-like. The dog would frequently stalk the edge of the woods on our property in the day. It seemed to have no fear. 
My uncle would yell at it and throw things towards it to try to scare it, but it would simply rear up on its hind legs and ram and charge at him. Oh. For a short distance. Fuck that. We would frequently find dead chickens or rabbits after thunderstorms. We knew it was that dog hunting because it would leave huge paw prints in the mud and claw marks on the window ledges. Hmm. Sometimes we would find the screens ripped from our screen doors and windows. It would never outright attack us, but it did seem to enjoy taunting and harassing us. So they actually noticed this thing in the middle of the day going up and down like the woods line. Yes. They said it was just... It wasn't dog-like. It it was dog-like, but it wasn't, you know, a dog. I pictured... big. Whenever their first uh, description was like werewolf. Yes. Which is... They... They're a bipod, right? So they stand on just um, two legs. I, not really. That's, no, they're no. they're more of like a universal or what? Or more of a. Four. It's just not really known. I mean, yeah, there's no fact. But, yeah, there's no like prototype werewolf that's walking around on. Yeah, I guess so. Just just Teen Wolf. Yeah, that's <laughs> the only one. It's it's not surfing around on on stop. Was was his buddy's name? His van. I can't. He wasn't playing basketball. I can't fucking remember. Like me neither. That's, that's well Styles. Around. What's his name? Styles. <sighs> I think Christ. his name was Styles. <laughs> That'd be a good call if I actually knew that. Uh, I, think I we, feel like it, I feel like I'm right too. Uh, You're goddamn right. You probably are. All right. Final thoughts on the Hellhound from you guys. Um, I think you're right, Orf. It's fucking Styles, dude. <laughs> How about that? Oh, you're talking about that Teen Wolf. Teen I thought Wolf. you were talking about... The MTV one. Uh, no, I thought you were talking about the one with Michael J. Fox. That's what we're talking oh, about. Yeah, yeah. Well, you looked at the t- MTV one. Well, his buddy's still style. Yeah, I mean, he's still going to be style. I didn't even yeah. know they were like related at all. I've never seen the MTV one. Me neither. Trash. My, my, <laughs> yeah, trash. my final thoughts. That was the last story for uh, the old... That's what, what I had, yeah. Hound. Okay, and those are the two of your favorites that you, listen, that you witnessed... Yeah. Read about witnesses, I guess. Okay, I. <clears throat> it's hard to believe. So that one leans more towards the physical. Yeah. Right? Okay. The second one. The only thing that makes sense to me is is if the hellhound was spiritual. You can you can debunk this by by saying that this so-called hellhound that's going to be on the the more physical side of it could have been like a totally different being or creature than the hellhound, like a werewolf. Kind of, but their glowing red eyes is like a thing. Yeah, but, like what gives me pause is like these these two events don't even seem to be the same creature to me. Yeah, that's the way I felt about it too. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. I like the one that. in the second story actually freaks me out a little bit more than the first one. The first one, I was like, uh, full of shit. Yeah, yeah. But the second one, like, I could I could totally see, like, a like a beast dog that maybe bred with a wolf. It's, I mean, it's Michigan. Yeah. That's totally possible. Like, a yeah. mean, smart, big-ass dog. I could see that. Like a mastiff and a like wolf. Like Cujo. You know Cujo. Yeah, yeah. 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 So you're saying you'd lean more to believing in the physical form of the dog than the spiritual? Yeah, actually, yeah. Okay, I kind of disagree, and I think the opposite thing. Mm-hmm. I think the spiritual route is more 
I don't know. I don't want to say concrete because it's nothing is concrete. Um, to me, I think the spiritual part of it is more logical for the Hellhound, considering it was spotted in several other places. But I think the second version that is supposedly a Hellhound, like I said before, was like mistaken for another creature, oh, like I'm, I'm, like a werewolf. When I say this is a, is a physical thing, I'm thinking this is an isolated case of these people. I'm not thinking this is the same creature uh, that's gone all around Appalachia I gotcha. and, and terrorizing people. I think that this is probably a freaky ass thing that might have happened to that person. Yeah, from a big ass, scary, smart dog that was aggressive towards people, which is pretty goddamn scary on its own. But it's not paranormal, <laughs> right? There were also uh, other things that I didn't, I didn't have with me, but I kind of like know. There is the staring in the th- eyes three, three times is I, I see that everywhere. Like, I guess that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. And there was also another thing where they were they eat chickens a lot. I remember reading that somewhere, too, for some reason. And that's dogs in general, though. Yeah, but what I'm saying, they, there's a, a, like a story where I can't remember which where at, but like if they were missing chicken, they didn't say, oh, the hell hell and ate it. And then if a, they'd make people throw up to see if they ate chicken so if they like barf chicken they were considered like a hellhound like tr- they, they in human trans- form yes oh and they would exile them that's fucking weird so they would think they would transform to a hellhound at some point and then like reform oh, like a to werewolf. like a human like a werewolf like thing. a werewolf yeah yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. That's like just sounds like a werewolf story. You know, like I always think like the Yeti, the Sasquatch, the Bigfoot, the different things that Skunk wanna, ape. Yeah, like that's all it seems to me to be obviously the same thing if it's actually yeah, it's real. Why can't they be the same thing just diff- different races? Do you get what or I mean? Or it's just the same thing people see it in different areas and Give it their own. Give it the own. Their give own, it their own yeah. name in that area culturally. I mean, animals are called certain things in different areas. Plants and foods are called different things in certain areas. Yes, yes. It, it totally makes sense to me. I mean, if if this is a so, thing, then it would just be the same werewolf that you hear about everywhere else. Most aliens that mm-hmm. they want to call different things in different areas are probably just the same thing. If we're getting visited by aliens, I doubt it's multiple different races of aliens stopping that, by. That, yeah, that would be kind of rare. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, hey, these guys from this galaxy is here today. <laughs> Just checking in. <laughs> So-and-so, galaxy away, told us it was a pretty sweet spot to stop by. <laughs> yeah. So. I heard Malibu's nice. Thought I'd come abduct a farmer. <laughs> Take him back with his cow. Yeah. It's good times. All right, well, are we ready for to move on, or are we ready to chug some uh, beer? I'm ready to chug some beer, but before you fucking clang shit, I need a can. Uh, that's his job. Harv's the closest to... Oh, I need to drink those uh, Oktoberfest that are in there. Oh, that one feels extra cold. I don't know about that. Nah, Harv, this will probably break a fucking door. Yeah, frozen. Oh, man. Like the movie. Let, Let it, it go. go. Let it go. Oh, that's good. That is good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. Give me a napkin just in case. Oh, my God. I just had you one. Well, I just soaked it in the beginning of the episode. You can still use it. No. All right. 
Now you're coming in with your fourth. Oh no! Wait, we third. Get... Your third story? Yes. Sir. Oh man. Okay. Well, but first, drink some beer. Drink some beer. Most is over. Beer chug. Well, crypto beer chug. Crypto beer chug. Getting spooky. tastes good all right this one is kind of one of my favorites and you'll understand why it's the mokli amembe which means the one who stops the flow of rivers in the lingia language it's a a dinosaur like (laughs) cryptid that lives in the congo check it's said to look like a sauropod or a long-necked dinosaur such as a patasaurus or diplodocus the Mokley Amembe was f- the focus of the children's book Cryptid Hunters by Roland Smith. There have been many sightings in the Congo and the Cameroon. It's meant to apparently, its, its meat is apparently poisonous, as a group of villagers once killed one, and everybody who ate the meat shortly after died. Besides Sasquatch, Loch Ness Monster, and the Mothman, this is one of the most well known cryptids, but I do not think either of you have ever heard of this. Huh. The thing is, I don't think so. just my my quick thought is okay. So there's multiple of these. Yes, but they're still rare. Yes. Okay. Because they killed one and they try to eat it and they died. Yes. I'm liking this one. Already. I'm liking this one too a lot. Really? Because yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Like these one of one fucking weird things that are out there to me is well. Like that's what I try to do. I so try to far-fetched. pick the most like obscure ones. I get yeah. that. I like hearing about obscure ones. Yeah. I like search for obscure conspiracy theories all the time yeah um but i like this one yeah because it seems logical to me like yeah. like congo and like the congo and stuff that's right yeah congo. um they'll find tribes that have never seen People. civilization have no yeah. idea the rest of the world's here don't know that the earth is round like well a lot of people don't know that <laughs> but they, they don't know that Anything like they don't know the rest of the world. They know here. of only their tribe. Yeah. And that's it. They still find them. Yeah. To this yeah day. Like they have no clue what a hamburger is. That's sad. <laughs> or beer. But they probably get drunk on something. They probably get those. Oh, be- I those, bet. those beach nut things or wood nut. What do they call this? These nuts got him. Okay. Um, go ahead with this one. In the jungle of Central Africa, countries of Congo, Cameroon, and Gabon. There were reports of an animal with a long neck, a long tail, and a round-shaped tracks with three claws. The closest known animal that has these characteristics is a sauropod dinosaur. When some of the local people, like the Lakia region, would draw in the dirt, dirt or sand for, for a rep- representation of Mokliamembe, uh, they drew the shape of a sauropod dinosaur. When they were shown a picture of the sauropod dinosaur, they said the picture is Mokliamembe. Like the sh- I watched a show once where they went and you know to find this thing, uh-huh. and they showed him like pictures of fossils of like a sauropod dinosaur, and they like almost shat their pants because like that's that was what we see. <clears throat> Mokley Meme means the one that stops rivers. A French priest in the region called <clears throat> it a, a monstrous animal. Mokley Meme is used. Is also used as a generic term to refer to other animals like Ethanuka and all kinds of other ones that I can't pronounce. Hmm. <laughs> they have been described as an animal with a long neck and tail, which are the characteristics of, of a long neck dinosaur. Di- dinosaur. <clears throat> the body size is somewhere between the size of a hippopotamus and an elephant. 
Damn. Its length has been reported to be between 5 to 10 meters, which would be 16 to 32 feet. The length of the neck is between 1.6 to 3.3 meters, 5 to 10 feet. The length of the tail is between 1 to 3 and, you know, 5 to 10 feet. The reports out of Cameron have reported Mokley Membe to be up to 75 feet in length. There have also been reports of a frill on the back of the head. The frill is like a, cl- a comb found on a male chicken. There have also been reports of it having a horn on its head. It could possibly be based on... Uh, it could, it could, it could be based on terrified locals who have found bones of prehistoric sauropods like Paralotitan, Egyptosaurus, Volcanodon, or Apatosaurus, although, although they only grew up to 45 feet. The color of the skin is predominantly reddish-brown with a color, color range from gray to brown. There are no reports of the hair on this animal. Footprints. The tracks uh, rounded in the shape between 30 to 90 centimeters, 1 to 3 feet in diameter, with three claws. The distance between tracks is about 2.1 to 2.4 meters, which would be 7 or 8 feet. The basic belief is that Mokley and Membe does not make any sounds through, the, through there have been conflicted reports. There is probably due to the fact that Mokley Membe is used generically or generically from other animals and the sound is being confused with other animals which make a similar sound like a snort, howl, or a rumble, or growl. Mokley Membe lives in the pools and swamps of, uh, adjacent to the rivers of the Lukia Swamp. Hold on, what, what dinosaur does it look like? A sauropod. Google a sauropod. It's I just want to see, that's what I was trying to tell you. Like, I want to see long what it looks like. Oh, oh Okay. Like a uh, bronchiosaurus. There's no bron- brontosaurus. Brontosaurus? Yes, or an apatosaurus, a titan- titanosaurus. Okay. Okay. I just wanted to see what we were... That's what I was thinking it was. That's what I was picturing. <laughs> Harv, sorry. I was having a real hard time understanding what you were trying to tell like, me. I was like, Google this. Like, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. That's what I was picturing. I just didn't know. <clears throat> Why? These are like the long necks. So right? why do they yeah. think it stops rivers? If it's so big. But just like when it's but, well, when I mean, it look, them, when, or instance, like when it's just like chilling. Look at look at yeah, like it's just laying down, getting a bath. It just stops rivers. Yeah, this thing's like huge. Fifty six feet, seventy five. They say they say the longest is seventy five. Yeah, I don't know. oh man, that's hard. That's hard. In the Congo, I guess that's possible. That would be like above the trees, though, dude. I think it's its purpose. It uses the lakes. As a, re- as a crossing path to go from river to river. The pygmies of the Lakia Swamp region report that the essential diet of the Mokley Membe consists of Malambo plant. Since it only eats plants, then the essential diet of the Mokley Membe consists of, of plants. <clears throat> it's, it's a, it would be considered a herbivore, you know, because herbivores only eat plants. Right. <clears throat> The Mambolo plant actually describes two plants, Lymphoma mani and Lanphoma oracis. Mokley Mambe lives most in the mo, ha, he lives most of the time underwater. Oh. Except oh. when it eats or travels to another part of the swamp, which I'm guessing would hey, It's ha, not it's, a sauropod then. Yes. I am guessing it would have how the Brachiosaurus had its nostrils directly on the top of its head. Yeah, okay, and you can just like, yeah, st- like kind of stick that out. That's and fucking... a weird thing because, it, uh, like evolutionary, like, like uh, whales, they were once land animals. That's yes. why they're that's why they're mammals. That's why they have a blowhole too. But their noses, early 
early uh, whale skeletons, love land whales, their noses were on the front of their face, and it migrated to the head as they became water animals. That's fucking wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But... Like this, this so this would be a form of a, a sauropod, then you think? Still, oh yes, and it just was in that weird stage of either sea to land or land to sea. It was in that weird transitional phase. See, I see. I don't know about that. I just think from or was it its own species? Do you think it could have been? It could have been a a, a fucking dinosaur that got trapped in like. We could for the ice age to say, and it thawed, and you know it had offspring or like whatever. fuck it, I'm gonna stay here. <laughs> like and it was in an isolated area, and just over time, from it being a dense forest like that, yeah, it just started to evolve to where it was in water all the time, but it still used yeah. land to travel, like an alligator. In in a like crazy remote place like that, like Congo's um. That's in Africa, isn't it? I think South America. It's South America? I think so, yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say. If it's in South America, um, life, human life began in Africa. So there was no human life originated in South America. That happened over a land bridge and, you know, like that, through through Alaska, through Alaska down through North America to South America. It's so, in Africa. It is in Africa. That's what, that's what I thought. Damn. That was dumb. I was dumb. Man, I had a whole thing going there. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, wait a minute. I was gonna say if like that it came if it's a place where humans didn't originate from, then they would have never gotten deep into the like the 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 forest like that. I was saying the Amazon. Yeah, you were. Yeah. It has been reported that the Mokle Membe does not like hippopotamuses and will kill them on site but does not eat them. So he just fucking kills them out How of the field. Does he just stomp it? Hippopotamuses just can no longer over. be found where the Mokle and Membe lives. It has been reported that the Mokle and Membe will overturn overturn boats and kill people from the boats by biting them and hitting them with its tail. But it does not eat the people. If this was a living sauropod, most scientists and paleontologists doubt it would become so hostile or carnivorous due to the fact that there are over 1,000 kinds of plants in the Congo. That makes sense. Yeah, that's true. That sounds like some urban legend shit, though. How come this isn't like on the river I mean, monsters? Ex- it's not a... You, he can't go catch this thing. Why not? Fuck no, it. I mean, like, it could exist, but, like, people are scared of it, so you get these urban legends about, like, oh, it'll overturn your boat and it'll kill you, but it pro- maybe it exists and it probably doesn't bother do anybody. Yeah. You know? yeah. But that, that that's, like, one of my favorites, because it's, like, with the only, like, dinosaur type of cryptid. Yeah, that's pretty great. I really like that one. Yeah. It's not that crazy, actually. No, it seems very logical. Like, it could possibly happen. Well, like, like you have to understand, like, the absolute insane things that have existed, like, sin- even since the dinosaurs. Yes. Like, there, right. it, Australia was completely detached from human existence until people made it there by boat. So, like, it evolved way past the rest of the world everything was got there everything there was like brand new to the the people who traveled there yeah so like when people first got there which i'm talking about early people i mean right very early right like i mean boats come on like just barely on like boat technology but there was like two ton sloths and yeah uh, yeah um on fucking australia yeah and like two ton huge 
Yeah. That's a two-ton f- land sloths. They were they were in North America too, actually. What? Yeah. There was two-ton land sl- sloths. There was uh, marsupial this lions, fucking, lions that actually kept kept their young in their pouches. That would be kind of dope to see right yeah, now. Yeah, that exists. I would be in super, dude. I would have been super excited and to see that. People, like people got like there and just cat. wiped it out. They wiped out everything over a hundred pounds, basically. In and Australia. And now there's just fucking scorpions, snakes, and spiders. Yeah, just like the most poisonous things in the world. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> everything everything can kill you there. Yeah, I wouldn't fuck with anything on an island, dude. How cool would a fucking marsupial lion be? That'd be fucking. I'd own one. Which is very, it's very evil to do. But I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, you're pretty cool. You got a pouch. Come okay, with me. Carry my things. It's the best of both worlds. Yeah. It's, it's the Hannah Montana of... <laughs> the animal world. Of the animal world. All right, guys, uh, final thoughts on Mokli Membe. I think Mokli Membe is... It's plausible. This is one of the most... Believable. Rational... Ones cryptids i've ever heard of yeah ever yeah it's very rational i can see it being a thing for sure if it was in the amazon i'd be so much more on board with it or even like new guinea yeah even new guinea yeah like easter island congo congo's like a lot of vegetation there (laughs) there's not really much it's true you know amazon's like way more vast but yeah well i'm sure there's some shit there too well yeah but i mean it's the middle of fucking africa South America. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. The Amazon. The Amazon is. I'm talking about Congo. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh. Uh, Horf, can you pass me a beer before we move on, please? Yeah, a new, a new beer would be good, too. Oh, I went through that third one way too fast. Yeah, you did. You, you were into the story. I was into the story. I was, like, thinking of shit. I wanted to interrupt. I believe beaver can be something, like a gigantic... Nah, it's probably not even close to plausible. Thank you, Harv. I don't know, man. I think this one's plausible, very believable in comparison to the last two that we talked about. It just, I think, I think that's the most logical one that like, that you brought to us. I was watching the, I'm sure you guys have watched Des- Destination Truth. No, really, and I haven't either. It sounds like something would be on AE Travel Channel. Mm, close, the, yeah, I guess. Yeah, the, the destination part would. But been it was like when I was in middle, middle school. It was like on. But oh, like it's, the episode, it's no longer a thing. It's sad. Well, no, the the dude that does it has a has a new show now. But watching like, huh? Do you know the name of the new show? Yeah, Destination. Why are you giving them plugs? Why are you guys <laughs> yeah, giving yeah, them plugs? <laughs> yeah, fuck instead you, of, bitch. Instead of going no and look, instead of going and looking for cryptids, he's going and looking for like mysteries and shit now. Oh, okay. Like lost cities and bullshit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But what, like when I was watching the episode where they, you know, went and looked for this thing, seeing like them describe this to like people there and then like looking like they're about to shit themselves, it's wild because they they've seen it before. Yeah, so it scares them that much that they're traumatized by the thought of it. And these people that like don't know what dinosaurs are, they show them pictures. Wow, you know, because they're remote in the. That's really cool. It's, that is it's yeah, fucking cool. cool. Yeah, that is cool. I like it. I like this story. A little bit, but I think, I think our boy from, uh, from fucking, from where? We got a frozen beer. Yeah, we got a frozen, frozen fucking beer here. Should have prepared for it, bro. I, I was into my. Would you call? You called me a bitch for having a napkin over here. Look who's wet. Ah. 
<laughs> okay. What's the guy's name from that fucking um, River Monsters? Yeah, Jeremy Wade. I'm Jeremy Wade. That guy. Yeah, but that's not the guy from this show. Was uh... River Monsters is whack. You don't like it? No. I kind of dig River no, Monsters, man. I don't, I don't, I don't like care it for it much either. I do. I dig it. I I don't know. I just think. It, the stories are awesome to it's hear. It's about as good as Finding Sasquatch was. Oh, yeah. Oh, fi- dude, I drank beers with those guys at DeMarco's. Yeah, I remember. I think I told that story on <laughs> a remember. couple podcasts ago. Totally drank beers with those guys. They were cool people, but their beliefs were a little out of the world, but or into well, the woods. Do you thing. think that they, they full-blown <laughs> believed it? They weren't just doing it for the show? Dude, who knows? I'd play it like I fucking believe the shit out of it. Oh, Do you think 100%. they believed it? No. Really? <laughs> I think they, yeah, I think that they honestly were just like, yo, let's hit this market. And then they hit the market, and wow. that was it. Really? That's what I think. Yeah, I think so, too. Because some um, of them guys, are they're just too, like... I had beers with them. <laughs> they're they, too, like, Bigfooty, you know? It's just like... It's like, I can't believe... Like They can't on an tell a story without Bigfoot. Like, yeah. oh, oh, I was dude. driving to work the other day, and oh, Bigfoot was there. Yeah, yeah. They're just he like was working us all. Yeah. Did you ever hear Joe Rogan? Oh, 100% I did. Bigfoot. Oh, is it's he? so funny. I, it's see? It's, it's amazing. I just, I don't know. I just don't believe it. I just think they just went, like I said, tackled that market of idiots, and the idiots fucking gobbled it up. And that was it. He was like, dude, they're they're just obsessed with it. Like They, they are. see Bigfoot everywhere. Everything is Bigfoot to him. Because the people who have seen it have seen it so many times. It's like, I've seen it like 19 times. Although, I've heard one Bigfoot story, dude, from the most honest person that I have ever met in my life. And she was interviewed, or was offered to be interviewed by the Finding Bigfoot people, and she wanted to remain anonymous. Oh, you told not, me this, actually. Yeah, yeah. and not show up, on the sh- show up on the show. Like, she didn't want anyone to know that she saw it. And she put it in a paper as anonymous because it fucking happened. Like, she believed that this shit happened. And um, just a long story short, it would only really make a lot of sense to us around here because we know the street names and all this. But it was in the middle of a town, and she was driving down the road late at night, coming home from work. And it was um, she was crossing over, like, a small bridge. And, and by small bridge, I mean, like, over a creek. And... This thing hops up over the guardrails along the bridge and slides across the hood of her car like a fucking secret agent. And it was big furry and just took off over the other side of the bridge. And that was the last thing she saw. And she was able to get a pretty solid description of it because it went right across her hood of her car. And literally when she said she was interviewed by the Finding Bigfoot people who obviously were all on the same page, think they're just a hoax to begin with. But they said that like their description of Bigfoot they put out there was exactly what she saw. Like it, it was like a 93% match or something like it was crazy. But and honestly, this woman like goes to church every Sunday, like never tells a fucking lie. Like it's it, it's un, it's unreal how it happened. And, and and her character, if you would know the character who was telling the story, you'd probably believe it too. I'm not saying I don't right now. Yeah, I, know, I know it was wild. It was a guy on bath salts. <laughs> guy on bath salts in a fucking in a fucking bigfoot suit. True. Big big furry guy on bath salts. Naked. All right. B- Braden Holby just. Let's get through this last tale. Last tale. 
All right, this is the Loveland Frogman. <clears throat> I know this one. Do you? Yes. All right. Hold on a second now. Ohio, right? I think before we get into it, we should do a most sober beer chug, we think. Oh, right, yeah. We'll do a Loveland Frogman chug. Loveland Frogman chug. Goo. All right, the Loveland right. Frogmen, also known as the Loveland Lizards, are cryptids who deserve, the, who der, derive their name from the area they inhabit, nearby Loveland, Ohio. The creatures themselves have been sighted in Claremont County. The Loveland Frogmen had has had five sightings: one in 1955, two in 1972, and one in 2016. The 2016 sighting has video evidence associated with it, but it's likely a hoax due to its location in a city. The Loveland Frogmen are bipedal frogs, as made evident due to their leathery skin as well as their webbed hands and feet. The creatures have frog-like heads, which, which wrinkly skin on top of them. This shouldn't be which; it should be with. There are they are around one meter tall. These amphibious anomalies have shocked and terrified both businessmen, farmers, and the police officers and remain one of the most intriguing cryptozoological mysteries in the United States. One of the most intriguing cases encountered one of the most intriguing cases encountered is that the Loveland frogmen are Loveland lizards. The story of these unique creatures begins in May of 1955 on a lonely stretch of road that runs through the Miami River in Claremont County. Just a quick interjection. The first things were like more recent. The lizards. Or not the lizards, but the frogmen. It's you can call them either one. It's the same thing. Okay. Okay. Well, I know it's the same thing, but they, they called them frogmen before they realized they were something called lizard lizard men. I, I don't think so. Okay. I think it's just whatever you want to say, honestly. <clears throat> These are the lizard overlords, same people? I I don't think so. I don't think so either. <laughs> You're, you're all about the lizard overlord thing. Mm-hmm. At approximately 3.30 a.m., an unnamed businessman claimed to have witnessed three bipedal quasi-reptilian entities cong- cong- congregating by the side of the road. The man pulled his car to the curb and observed these creatures for what he estimated to be about three or four minutes. During this time, he noticed that these strange beings stood between three and four feet tall, were covered with leathery skin, and had webbed hands and feet. Their most distinguishable characteristic, however, was their distinctive frog-like heads, which the man claimed bore deep wrinkles where there should not have, where hair should have been, like wrinkles instead of hair. <clears throat> I can kind of picture that on like the top of their head. Yeah. yeah. Just as the man was about to uh, ride away, one of the creatures suddenly held what the witness could only describe as a wand above his head. The anonymous source further claimed that the sp- that sparks spewed out of both ends of the device. <laughs> like what the hell? <laughs> so you're just seeing like frog dudes with like magic wands on the side of the road. I'm thinking it, Zach. Dude, dude, the best the best part was Zach's like Zach's reading this for the first time. And he, he like gets gets to the end of the sentence and it's just like pauses is like can you um, like imagine what this looks like right now like there's a fucking frog on the side of the road with a Harry Potter Harry Potter magic wand with a magic baton <laughs> yeah just spinning it around 
like it's like it's sparklers. Like, I, what would you even think if you like you're like, oh shit, there's like some creepy ass fucking frogmen over there. I was about to get some wishes or something. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, it's like, like, like it's you're in luck, stranger. Like, <laughs> like hey guys, look here, there's a fucking act for you real fast. And you hear like fucking fanfare music playing in the background as they're spinning their fucking I'm batons around. Like Jimmy Cricket, like <laughs> <laughs> he becomes your pop. Like the WB Frog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's the first Frogman. Yeah, this is the original Frogman. Oh, WB's in on it. It is the Overlords. <laughs> <laughs> Thus, this begins the bizarre legend of the Loveland Frogman. This tale would be fascinating enough if it ended there, but. The two most significant encounters in this case, and indeed two of the... Oh, I skipped a line. Indeed two of the most significant encounters. Ah, okay, here we go. At about 1 a.m. on March 3rd, 1972, nearly 17 years after the first report... (laughs) That's... Okay, Trav just pulled up this image of what one of these frogmen are supposedly look like, <laughs> guys. I, and, and it's ridiculous. It, it, it actually it looks like a frog. That's it. Yeah, and <laughs> just a picture of a fucking. It's a very large frog that they made stand. Where's his right. goddamn baton? <laughs> that's what he's. That's what he's thinking right now. I need As to get that shit. he stares into the camera, he's like, "Shit, I forgot my baton at home." And and everyone's expecting a show and some wishes. And it doesn't happen. <laughs> That's not scary. It's depressing, actually. <laughs> is, this oh, man, though, this one. That's photoshopped hard. <laughs> one more. This is the only one that's logical. That is actually. That's kind of creepy, actually. That's yeah. actually the one from the third encounter, the, the encounter in 2016. <laughs> <laughs> All right, get off of the internet. <laughs> Yeah, just I gotta paint the picture real fast. We're just looking through random ass photos on Google for the the Loveland Frogman, and there is this the creepiest picture. The, like most of them are Photoshop looking, like big huge frogs about to cross over a guardrail or standing out in the middle of the woods. <laughs> well, if you. If you listen, a guardrail <laughs> is a part of this next story. This next story. No, well, the first one is this fucking creepy ass frog. I'm just wondering why he didn't just hop it. <laughs> He's a fucking frog. startled by the light, dog. <laughs> it's like awkwardly straddling it. <laughs> this, picture, <laughs> this picture might be the end of me here. Okay, so okay, there's this, the story. this huge ass Photoshop frog is just one hopping over a guardrail, but. The, the the scary picture, the one that seems more logical and could be real, is just like this creature kind of st- st- like sitting its head up above water by like a good seven inches above the water and just kind of standing there. And it has like these big glowy eyes. And it's real scary. It's real scary looking. But then there was a Photoshop Kermit the Frog sitting next to it too. So that, that took the scary away and made it very more entertaining. Okay. All right. At about 1 a.m. on March 3, 1972, nearly 17 years after the first report, a police officer who understandably was chosen, he's chosen to remain anonymous, was traveling alongside, alongside? Alongside <laughs> Riverside Road heading towards Loveland when he saw something that would forever change his life. The officer claimed that he was driving slowly due to the substantial amount of ice on the road 
when he saw what he said looked like a dog by the curb. Mm. Suddenly, the animal darted in front of the cruiser, forcing the officer to slam on the brakes in order to avoid a potential collision with the creature. Once the police office, or once the police cruiser came to a halt, its headlights fell upon the prone animal. At this point, the officer described something that seems literally too bizarre to be true. In the span of seconds, it, it, this, this crouched this crouch like frog creature stood on two legs, stared back at the policeman when, and then scrambled over the guardrail and scurried down the embankment, finally disappearing into the Ohio River. And this was encounter number two. Nearly 17 years after the first one. 17 years. The first one was when? Uh, I don't believe it gave a date. When was the seven? Well, when was? 55, 55. 55. And 72. 55 and 72. And then when does the third encounter happen well, I'm not to bless itself? Oh, you're not done with the second one. No. Yet. Oh. The, op- the officer in question described the creature to be three to four feet tall and weighing in the area of 50 to 75 pounds. Mm-hmm. He also claimed that its skin had leathery texture and that it's, it's the animal's features that resemble those of a frog or a lizard. Another officer investigated the scene later that evening. He saw no sign of the creature but reported that there were distinct scratch marks on the guardrail where the animal proposedly crossed. Huh. The second sighting in the area occurred two weeks later while police officer Mark Matthews had an encounter of his own. According to the report, Officer Matthews, while driving into Loveland, spotted what he believed to be an injured animal lying on the pavement. Matthews climbed out of his, out of his cruiser with the intention of removing the carcass from the already ice-slicked road when, he, when the creature abruptly launched toward him in a crouched position. Taken back by the frogman's reptilian visage, Matthews unholstered his revolver and took a shot at the creature. <laughs> which then proceeded to hobble over to the side of the road and step over the guardrail. Oh my god. All while keeping a watchful eye on the trigger-happy officer, Matthew's frogman, Matthew's frogman matched the first officer's description down to the last detail with the exception of a tail, which was absent in early reports. This is ridiculous. So this you dude, see a frogman and you're automatically I'm boom, boom, blast boom. this motherfucker. He doesn't belong here. This I've never is America, seen this. dude. You see an animal you've never seen before, you gotta fucking kill it. Dude, it's 1972. In the years which followed these events, Officer Matthews has ring got somewhat on his on his tail. He now claims that the animal crescent was nothing more than a large reptile which escaped from its owner. He further insists that the only reason he shot at the creature was to help confirm a fellow officer's story. A story which was, of course being met with predictable skepticism by the superiors. Hmm. Whether or not Matthew's uh, change of heart was inspired by the ridicule or the fading memory of an event from which he was 30 years removed, the fact remains that his own testimony counter indicates that later, indicates his later reaction. Retraction, my bad. In In a 2001 email interview, Officer Mark Matthews, now retired, explained that the incident was habitatually blown out of proportion. He stated that it was it was no monster. It was not leathery or had wet matted fur. It was not three to five feet tall. I did not stand erect. It did not stand erect. The animal I saw was obviously some type of lizard that someone had as a pet and either got too large for its aquarium, escaped by accident, or they simply got rid of it. It was less than three feet in length and ran across the road and was probably blinded by my headlights. It presented no aggressive action. Matthews attempted to shoot the creature in order to back up the account of his partner's sighting a few nights prior, but the lizard escaped, most likely to die from its injury 
or from the frozen bitter cold. A frogman was... Okay, that was the end of that one. So, go ahead. Don't you want me to continue, or... Yeah, well, no. Do you no. want to... So, who recanted that? Officer Matthews, the one that shot at it. Th- after 30 years, though. Oh. Oh, he's, his, his fucking story skewed, I think. But after 30 years, like, why not just do it, like, right then? Like, yo, it was a lizard. Not a fucking frog, dude. Maybe he didn't know it ran away into, like, a big story. Well, he said okay. he was getting ridiculed. Yeah, he by might, shooting he, at a frog. I, I think he may have said, "Oh, when he when he told the story." Yeah, when he first told the story, he was getting ridiculed for it. Okay, but then he later found out that holy shit, this is what I saw because other people seen it. Yeah, and then he comes out about it. No, no. thirty years after that, he he retracts recanted. it and says he didn't see that. Oh, he was so, just trying to cover up for his buddy that saw it a few nights prior. Okay, so. He didn't. That's what I was thinking the first time around. I was like, this dude's covering up for his buddy. That's pretty good, because that's totally not where my head was at all. (laughs) All right, the last known sighting. A frogman was spotted in mid-August 2016 by Sam Jacobs and his girlfriend while they were playing a popular video game at the time. Pokemon Go. Oh, this is very recent. The location of the sighting cast doubt in its authenticity because it was in Cincinnati. The lack of predicament for bipedal frog. Additionally, the frogmen live in Ohio, which is a very populated region of the United States. Jumped in a higher river was like in the first story. The creature is known for one from one specific region, and there is no Native American folklore of this creature. There is no video evidence that did not come from a suspicious encounter, and the creature seems to have an unusual, perhaps or perhaps supernatural abilities. I'm still, like, shook up about this fucking wand. <laughs> like, I'm gonna have to dig a little deeper and figure out why this was motherfucker 19- was, like, Dude. coming back from band camp or something. It was 1955, bro. I don't think... I think people were just painting a more vivid picture then. That, that's a little ridiculous. Exactly. Well, that's a, I think that's a purpose. Like, if you're just like, fuck it, like, like, put a wand with some sparklers coming out of it in his hand when you tell the story and everyone's going to believe it. Yeah, you're... you're <laughs> Final thoughts on the Loveland Frogman? This thing, that was the most recent picture that we looked at? Yeah. The water that, yeah. that was made fun of by... Kermit photo, the Frog. Yeah, yeah. Kermit the Frog. I, I had heard of the Frogman before. Before the, before the, the, the Pokemon Go in, encounter? No, I mean I've heard of like I've heard of it in like folklore, mm. but I didn't have this image, uh, like this in-depth image of it, and now it seems much less believable than it did <laughs> before to me. Yeah, when I there was They're a, the worst... much more like an actual animal than I thought. I thought it was like a man, like a reptile man. No, well, there's the lizard man. That's what I thought that the frogmen were. Knob Creek, I think, was is the lizard man. I don't. Didn't they say they were only like three foot in length, though? Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like just like. Yeah, they're not gonna be like these real big like humans. Yeah, it's a big ass frog. Yeah. yeah, But I I I didn't picture him to be like just like walking around like fucking. And none of them seemed to do anything other than regular frog behavior, (laughs) except for the one that had a magic wand and was spinning it about. Yeah, (laughs) like other than that, it was just a big fucking frog. Yeah, 
I be- if you if you ex-nay the first fucking story of <laughs> yeah, nothing's weird about this except for it's just an a, a a magic extraordinarily wand. rare, like giant frog with a magic wand. <laughs> if you get rid of the magic wand, it's believable. Uh, the, well, yeah, but it's not significant. <laughs> like, no, not at all. If people are like, man, did you know out in uh, Loveland, Ohio, there's some real big frogs? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that's wild. And listen, their 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 legs are like chicken wings. Yeah, true. Yeah, have at it. All right, guys, I got one more short one for you. It's very small and it is fucking stupid. It is ridiculous. One okay. quick, one quick thing. This is called the stick man. Let's do a quick beard chug real quick. Okay. Before we fucking move into it. Gotta right. get the last one in. Stick man beer chug. Yeah. That was a little long one. <laughs> <laughs> what? All right. Uh, it was a long beer chug. Yeah. It was pretty good. good. All right. The last one I'm going to hit you with is the stick man. When you hear this, you're going to think it's a joke, but you're wrong. Dozens of people around the world have been seeing stick men. Not shadow people. Their walk has been described as a lollipop skip. (laughs) (laughs) And some reports have noticed them to be scared when seen. Stick men look like any other stick men. One round head, a body, arms and legs made with with stripes. (laughs) Sometimes they're reported to wear top hats. They are completely two-dimensional without features. That's... A stick person. They believe that these things exist. Dozens of people around the world have seen stick men. Dozens is such a small percentage, though. But still, it's a stick person. Yeah, like, how do you believe that? That would be scary as fuck to see, though. Oh, 100%. It's like a random stick person on your couch. Hey. I don't even think he'd talk. (laughs) He doesn't have a mouth, right? Like, he just just waves. They're coming. They're They're coming. coming. They're coming. All right, that concludes what I have on some... Neat little cryptids or whatever. Yeah, I enjoyed some of these stories. I, I'm, I'm really, just going to say right now, I'm not the best like reader ever. Especially when I have distractions. Yeah, we're, we're, we're pretty distracting back yeah, here. Yeah, we could do that. Mm-hmm. But I think it was, I think it's pretty, it was fun talking about some of them. I, the only one I really felt that would be the most logical or the, um, what is that fucking thing called? The block the, block the river. Really? I can't pronounce it. Mowgli first... Membe. A Membe. When well, it's the second part. What's the first part? Mowgli. No. Instead of saying like <laughs> Mowgli yeah. from, you know, Jungle Book, uh-huh. say a Mowgli. A Mowgli. A Mowgli Membe. Yeah, it's too much. It's like a lot. It's fun. It's a fun way. It's not hard. It's not hard. I did pronounce it one time throughout the episode. If you don't believe me, go back and listen. <laughs> sure. It happened once. But yeah, that's the, that's the one that I believe the most. Yeah. That like, yeah, that was my favorite too. Actually, I like that one. Yeah, that, yeah that especially my... since I I've never heard of it before. Well, see now this is where I am thinking maybe I should have picked more ones that like people know instead of obscure ones. Well, I mean, there's always. But I mean, now no, you know I like, about. I like them. the obscure ones. Yeah, I I I kind of like them too because. I don't know. I mean, Loch Ness monster. I really don't want to hear about that. Like, yeah, I wasn't yeah, going to do yeah, anything yeah. that big. Right. Like that's that's way too known. I like the ones that are kind of like those those oddity the, ones. Yeah, they're like out really there. Weird. Yeah, yeah. 
Because I, I really enjoyed that story about the Amokle Amembe. Not hard. There you go. Yeah. I had to really focus, and I didn't want to. But, yeah, I like that one. The, like, <laughs> lizard men with the fucking thing, dude. That's... Frogman with the wand. Frogman with the, the wand. That was too much for me. <laughs> that gonna, was actually my favorite. I'm fo- <laughs> <laughs> it was your favorite because we fucking died. Like when Haas was like, "Look, can you fucking picture this thing?" <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, boys. That concludes another episode of the Mostly Spooky Podcast. Oh, nice. That was smooth. Uh, I am real smooth. Zach, Trav's over there. Horse is that way. Uh, you can find me on all social media outlets as Yuhas himself. Uh, you can find the podcast anywhere if you just type in Mostly Sober. We're on all your podcast apps, including the one you're listening to us on right now. Ooh. Google Play. Uh, what's the other one? Apple, Apple Podcasts, Podcasts. And we're out there. Just search it up. Trav, yeah. they can find you at real underscore freak of nature. Yeah. Real underscore deal underscore O'Neill on everything except Snapchat. Including PlayStation 4. <laughs> I still do not understand why you do that. <laughs> Dude, just new friends to play games with, that's all. One of these days I'm going to really regret it, I think. Yeah. Harv, where you at? Um, I'm at Harv underscore Josh on Twitter. That's where I do most of my uh, Oh yeah. squawking. And... Uh, <laughs> Harv so snappy on, on Snapchat. That's fun, too. To Best name more. ever. All right, we will see you guys next week. Next How week. about you stay spooky? Yeah, I like it. We'll see you. We'll be back on the 18th with another episode for y'all. Peace.